Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. We're here for you, and we're here to tell you all about the things we like that are good and that we're into. That's what we do on this show, largely. We do other things, too. Uh-huh. We're not just about that, you know? Yeah. Sometimes we talk about great art, um, but that we don't like. So it doesn't fit into the normal <laughs> format of the show. Sometimes we flirt with each other. Yeah, I would say most times. Well, let's not go. <laughs> let's not go wild. <laughs> it's not like you know we're just constantly ribbing each other with little love barbs, huh? Is that what flirting is? From what I understand, yeah. Okay. I well, didn't really ever learn. I guess. Yeah. Teach me what love is. <laughs> Teach me what love is. I, I want to know. I, I want you to I, show me. I think I already have. I think you have too. Do you have any small wonders? I do, actually. I just thought of this. Okay. Uh, when you get a blanket right out of the dryer. Oh, my God. Last night. <laughs> last night was pretty rough. <laughs> we had kind of a rough night with the boys. Uh, and, and Griffin, I had washed our, our, our big bed blanket. Yes. And Griffin had pulled it out of the dryer and came came downstairs cloaked in it. Uh, and it, it was just so nice. It so was comforting. a cloak of solace. So comforting. When our children, both of them independently, refused to slumber. And like timed out. Like almost perfectly. Typically, the big one, like you can get to go to sleep, but but lately he is fighting it a little bit more. Yes. And it seemed like the big one would be up and the little one would be down. And then the little one would be up and then the big one would be down. Last night, there was a time where I went into little one to bounce him on a bouncy ball for like 20 minutes. And then I came out and sat down and then the monitor for big one went off. And I was like, what the, how did they do that so perfectly? Our children were conspiring against us, but that's okay. I did just wake up from a nap about four minutes ago as the crow flies. Yeah. Is that your small wonder? Because it seems like it had to have been something we've discussed before. Yeah, no, we've definitely talked about naps on many different occasions. No, I'm going to say um, filled Twizzlers. <laughs> Good as hell. A lot of people don't think about filled Twizzlers. A lot of people say, do you like Twizzlers? And they're like, ew, licorice, no thanks. And you're like, it can be so much more. Than what that. do they fill it with? Sour stuff. Oh. I was going to say sour cream, but that's a different That's a different thing. At um, some point, we are really going to have to examine our candy intake. Yeah, it's going to be when our evenings, when we've reclaimed reclaimed our time, yeah, so I to speak. That's fair. Um, food, I don't, I food feel, is all we have. Food's all we got right now. Food yeah. and garbage reality television is about it. Hey, I go first this week. Great. I regret to inform you that my subject will not be um, something that you are that you care about, and I apologize. <laughs> oh, it's wow. a it's a game thing. Um, but I was, I was struggling this week and I just came back to Ace Attorney. I just really wanted to talk about Ace Attorney, the series of, uh, visual novel adventure games, the Ace Attorney series. Seems like a sequel, uh, to a Jim Carrey film. Ooh, that's fun. (laughs) So, you know, there's the first of the pet detective and then when nature calls and then. Right. But Ace is his name. In those films, and uh-huh. Ace Attorney is more, that's sort of a modifier of, oh, like you're a this good... is saying this guy is a great attorney. Okay. Typically, the Ace Attorney in question is Phoenix Wright, but that is, it's up for, sometimes it's Apollo Justice, sometimes it's other folks. Don't worry about it, though. I want to talk about the Ace Attorney series, uh, which is a lawyer game. 
You play as a lawyer, uh, a defense attorney, who is placed in a series of uh, impossibly difficult trials uh, for the wrongly accused, and you have to exonerate them uh, th- throughout these very uh, delightful and long-winded trials, uh, one might say. <laughs> I'm talking about this because there's a new one out today that I've been playing a lot of, and it's it's reminded me just how much I love this series. I love this lawyer game. Uh... <laughs> What are the actions you can take as a player? Sword attack. And, well, it's a video game, so you have sword attack and gun attack. And you, no, it's not, it's, you don't really do that. Uh, largely what you do is you cross-examine witnesses, just like real court. And are these preset phrases you choose from? So no, it's not uh, so much like that. It's not a, I use the term visual novel, which typically that is how those play out. Like sometimes you'll have like, choose your 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 response to this question. Uh, this is a lot more open-ended than that. So typically how it plays out is you get into a trial, and the trial is like cartoonishly stacked against your client. Like it is cut and dry, locked room murder mystery, like, oh, your guy's the only one that could have done it. And then you have to cross-examine witnesses to try and find these inconsistencies to piece together the truth of the situation. And you do that by listening to these testimonies and you can press them to like get more details about it and wait for them to slip up. And once you've picked up on something that doesn't quite make sense, you can present a piece of evidence that has been added to the court record that contradicts that. And a lot of those will be submitted either by you or by the prosecution. Sometimes there's like an investigation phase before you actually go to trial where you can collect evidence. So you're kind of playing part detective, part lawyer you're you're wearing a lot of hats in these games typically but you just listen to these testimonies and pay very 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 close attention and if you see something that doesn't make sense you can present a piece of evidence to contest it but if you mess up too many times you lose the trial um how long does like one of these go well it it differs right usually one of the games will have five trials uh included in it and the first one's like fairly straightforward I, these games are formulaic occasionally to a fault because usually in the first one you are the one who's been accused of murder and okay. you are representing yourself in court and those are usually pretty cut and dry the 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 final one in the game i just played is like i mean it's a few hours like it takes a while is it always murder it's uh yeah a murder or attempted attempted murder okay. usually in those so yeah. it's not like you robbed this convenience store I mean, there's probably, I, there have been a dozen of these, I think, oh, in the like okay. mainline uh, Ace Attorney series. Um, and so, you know, that's a lot of cases throughout them. There have probably been some less fatal uh, occasions, but I don't know. I don't get into true crime. That's not like a, a type of, of, of media that I typically consume. So this is really how I scratch that itch. Yeah. Um, I just really like it because it's, it's for one thing, it, uh, first came out in 2005 on the Game Boy Advance uh, out in Japan, or 2001 actually. It didn't come to the States until 2005 where it was a Nintendo DS game. And it kind of introduced this visual novel genre to the States and like popularized it. And now like there's a ton of these visual novels which are essentially just stories 
presented in a video game format that you largely just read. Uh, But these are more interactive than that. And like trying to solve the puzzles of each case is really satisfying. There is this focus on turnabouts where everything is so stacked against you. And when you start to find those little holes in the prosecution's argument and things start to look a little bit less hopeless until you finally like have that eureka moment, it's like something that not a lot of games have been able to replicate. And when it works, this new Ace Attorney game that's out today does some incredible turnabouts with that. Uh, and it it's, it just feels really, really satisfying. To, you get very invested in these wrongfully accused people's stories. And when you start to figure out like, oh, shit, you really didn't do it. Uh, it's just it's a really, really satisfying thing. It makes me re- like I never watched Law and Order or any of those types of shows, I get, I guess, why people enjoy that. Because <laughs> courtroom drama is about as high stakes as it gets. Uh, so can you, like, replay? Like, if you, like, mess up and you lose, can you, like, go back and try again? Yes, although it's, I mean, you can also save at any time. So you can oh, okay. just sort of, like, if you really start to mess up, you can, um, you can, you know, save scum a little bit. And some, I will say this, there are varying degrees of quality between the games and the trials. This new one that's out today is very good. Uh, but there have been some where, like, instead of feeling like, oh, I'm a super genius, whenever you start to figure out these inconsistencies and, and contradictions, it's like, how on, you're guessing, like, how on earth was I supposed to get that? Like, there's, I remember one where, uh, one of the big things is this eyewitness saw the killer holding a bunch of bananas when he killed somebody. And the whole time, like it's not explained like what is going on until you realize that one of the pieces of evidence is a, um, a baseball mitt. And you point out like he wasn't holding bananas. It was a baseball mitt. So the eyewitness isn't good at seeing things. And the judge is like, throw them out. And I'm like, that's not court. (laughs) That's not laws. That's not how any of it goes. Uh, But the the new game, I would say, is is really, I think, just just a bunch of really good cases that you have to solve and and, uh, and, and figure out. There are these really great, uh, what are called uh, meltdowns. Whenever you like really back one of the witnesses into a corner and tear them apart and usually expose that they themselves are the killer. They have these like extended hyper dramatic animations <laughs> where like, you know, their wig goes flying backwards and they, it's like, you've just like <laughs> defeated a, a boss. The, the, the dramatics are like out of control. Uh, anytime you present a piece of evidence, like usually Phoenix, Wright Will slam his fist down on the desk and scream objection. When you played it on the DS, the DS had a microphone on it. And so instead of pressing like a button to present evidence, you could yell objection into the <laughs> microphone to present it. Oh, it's so good. Um, the prosecutor in the new game is this like Dracula looking dude who keeps like filling up a glass of wine every time he's about to like trick you into a corner and like smash it on the table yeah. and then immediately apologize for it. It's it's the games are very funny. They're very well localized, which is, you know, these games are originally released in Japan and it's quite a feat like having not only all of that writing come over and be, you know, uh, uh understandable and like genuinely very funny uh, but also like still follow the puzzle format of the original cases and not like screw all that up. I, I think these games, I think the world of them. Yeah. And uh, I, I genuinely think anyone would uh, would enjoy them. I don't know. They, I think I'm going to be a lawyer now because yeah, I'm really I good at it. I wondered if you ever had law ambitions. Between this and watching the OC and just seeing Sandy Cohen out there <laughs> uh-huh. just yelling, objection. 
Um, man, I would love a. Kind of s- seems like maybe you're just attracted to the yelling. I think I might just like the yelling <laughs> part of it. There's a lot of yelling. There's a lot of pointing. Yeah. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Yeah. I think maybe that's my maybe that's my jam. I don't know. One of my dear friends went to school. She double majored in theater and political science and ended up becoming a lawyer. And it seems like that is the perfect combo if you're going to be a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah, I can see myself not necessarily being good at learning all the different laws and how uh, Uh it works in a courtroom. Uh But I could see myself being very good at like when cross-examining a witness if they say something. And then I'm like... Can you repeat that, please? <laughs> Did you just say that the gun was uh, was a red gun? <laughs> Exhibit A! The gun is blue. It's one of those blue guns. So my client could couldn't possibly have been the gun one, the gun user. <laughs> yeah, you're ready. Case closed. Folks of the jury... <laughs> I rest my case. The gun is blue. Peace out. Mm -hmm. I feel pretty good about that. That was good. Hey, can I steal you away? Yes. Please, thank you. Griffin? Yeah. You know what's a shame? What? Is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? (laughs) It's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. (laughs) Factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, There's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? (laughs) Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghostwriter, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Styles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people, you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible 
that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain Oh, Grumpo Bumps, this one is for Grace, and it's from Tay, who says, Grace, you're my small and big wonder every single day. I'm going to marry you so hard one day soon. I know, not if you marry me first. I love you, from Tay. P.S. Hi from Toaster, Spritzer, and Shiner. You gotta, you gotta personify your appliances. You gotta personify your appliances. Toaster's huh. always there for you. Spritzer is always going to be there for you. Huh. Shiner, I don't know what that is. Is it one of those like um, like sticks with the two sort of conical brushes that spin around and you hold them on your feet, you know, and oh. they polish your shoes for you? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Probably. It's probably that. It's if probably I had one of those, I would just for sure personify yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, can I read you the next yeah, one? Yeah, please. This is for Annabeth. It is from Andy. To my dearest Annabeth, I'm incredibly excited to be marrying you next summer. I hope I'll have an easier time writing my vows in this Jumbotron. But I hope you know that Winry, Loop, and I are so lucky to have you in our lives. I am endlessly proud of you, and I am eager to see what adventures await us next. Love always, Andy. And I should say that after Winry and Loop, it does say cats in parentheses, which I'm guessing is for my benefit. Hmm. and not the uh, recipient of this Jumbotron. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. It could just be that Andy like loves the musical Cats oh. and just like wanted to get that in there Just get also. that one in there. Just like a big scrimple shanks. Scrimple. Scrimple dinks. I love scrimple dinks. Prepare yourself for the greatest pro wrestling podcast spectacular known as Tights and Fights. A back-dropping audio showcase that helps you understand the world of pro wrestling with a lot of love and no toxic masculinity. Featuring host Danielle Radford. Time to kick butt and chew gum, and I'm all out of butts. Lindsay Cow. I'm a brutal Brit, and my fists were made to punch and hit. And Hal Loblin. I was doing the voiceover this whole time. Hear us talk about pro wrestling's greatest triumphs and failures. And make fun of its weekly absurdities. On the Perfect Wrestling Podcast. Tights and Fights. Every Saturday, Saturday, Saturday on Maximum Fun. What have you prepared for us today, Rachel, to discuss? What have you teed up? I have prepared something that I may have mentioned as a small wonder, but I don't recall ever doing a full-length segment on... Okay. Buy nothing groups. Buy nothing groups. Mm -hmm. I appreciate these for their comedic sort of <laughs> ability. I think you have talked about this on the show, but it must have been a small wonder. Yeah, I think it was. Um, uh, so this is something that I just kind of recently got into, like since pandemic. Uh, it's actually been around since 2013. It started in the Pacific Northwest and kind of moved its way across the country and, and then across the globe. As a like Facebook uh, group, first and foremost, or did yeah. it have its origins outside the platform? Uh, yeah. So the it's kind of a bulk of its work is done on Facebook sure. right now, but they are looking into an app 
platform so okay. they can get off of Facebook. Good. Uh, but so this is something that is really useful, uh, particularly for us as we had a new baby. You know, we have four years in between our, our oldest and this new baby. So a lot of stuff either had fallen in disrepair or we had just gotten rid of. Or the it, bugs, the bugs claimed it. Or the bugs claimed it. If we put it. it in the garage and then we came out one day and the bugs were swinging one of their little, one of their little baby bugs in the swing and we're like, ooh, that's yours now. Yikes. <laughs> how cute would that be though not just little bugs taking turns in this one i guess that's cute damn it you're right <laughs> in a very joe's apartment kind of way <laughs> oh god i need to stop referencing that are we the Nobody... only people that have seen that movie uh possibly i saw it in theaters for me some too reason. well you know what why. it was it, it was, was like mtv's was first movie was, uh, and, and we like wanted to be cool teens gary gary o Connell? Jerry. Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> Not Gary O'Connell, the evil. <laughs> he he sliders into a world where he turned into Gary O'Connell. <laughs> God, I've just referenced sliders in Joe's apartment within like two <laughs> minutes of each other. I'm 700 years old. I know. Uh, so all that to say that uh, babies and children and there are things uh that you purchase sometimes that you know you're not going to get more than like a year or two's worth of use out of it right and so buy nothing is great because it is a group designed to basically pick stuff up from people that they don't want anymore right and to not pay anything for it yep uh and facebook has just been like a really easy platform for that because you you post a picture and uh, and then you can kind of drive over there and see it. So the thing that is really unique about Buy Nothing as opposed to like maybe Craigslist is that they really focused on making it localized. Uh, so not just your city, but your neighborhood has a group. Uh, and right now there are at least 4 million participants across 44 countries uh, with more than 6,000 independent locally led groups. Wow. Uh, so... For example, the group I joined is very specific to like our area. Right. And the idea, the the people that founded it, uh, Liesl Clark and Rebecca Rockefeller, wanted to not only contribute to less waste, but also kind of build community. And so yeah. it's this way to like drive over to your neighbor's house and be like, oh, you have a cooler. Yeah. Thanks. And you don't, I don't need to know anything else about you. <laughs> oh, I know. And then you see them at like a 4th of July block party like a couple years later and you're like, oh, yeah, the cooler family. Yeah. That's not our name. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm using that cooler though. It's Thanks. a great cooler. Uh, and so yeah, so it keeps everything kind of hyper local, uh, and just kind of focused on this like spirit of goodwill. Yeah. You know, like I I am a member of other marketplace groups, uh, where people are selling like treadmills, and they're like. This treadmill retails for two thousand dollars. I'm selling it for eighteen hundred. Right. You're like, God, oh, it's great. cool. It's, great. it's got your foot gunk all over it. <laughs> great deal. Nice. <laughs> uh, and so they they built this whole like rule system around it, kind of focused on um, first keeping it legal. You know, like not giving away Weak. anything that is, you know, against the law. Yeah, but, but I mean, come on. Uh, you, they can't do it if you're nothing like. Who wants to buy these beanbag chairs for free? Wink, wink, wink. Wait, in this scenario, is the beanbag chair full of illegal substances? Yeah. Oh, okay. Counterfeit Pokemon cards. <laughs> what is that? Do they like, is there a typo in them? Like what makes them a 
not above board Pokemon cards. You make them yourself. They're counterfeit. You oh. Print them off. You make them yourself. Yeah. This is a thing. It's a huge issue. <laughs> do you know? Do you re, do you know about like Pokemon card fever? I'm sorry to divert things, but it's it is bananas. I me. saw a sign on our local Target yes. saying that they would no longer be selling them. Well, you can only buy like two packs at a time or oh, something okay. like that. Yeah, and then McDonald's had like a promotion where they like I do know about meals, that. and people just ransacked <laughs> McDonald's because they had to have that first edition Bulbasaur. Give it to me. <laughs> Wow, you must have a lot of kids, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love these nuggets. Yeah. Uh, they also, it's it's a community where you're not allowed to, like, advertise business or anything. Mm. So it's like you're not going to go on there and, like, get pulled into somebody's side hustle. Um, well, they can't control what they say to you once you get to their house to pick up the beat chair full of counterfeit Pokemon cards. True. Uh, it's it's largely volunteer run. Like each little neighborhood will have administrators that kind of make sure that that all the posts are appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that they have really had to focus on, though, just because it is neighborhood based, is kind of not playing into like the systemic racism of communities. Yeah. So you know, a lot of times when you join these groups. Groups, they say like what are your st- what's the closest street intersection and a lot of times that was a way for a group to kind of like keep certain people out oh yeah so they have especially since, in a place like austin that is so like uh-huh. purposefully and I mean, a lot stratified of cities, yeah a sure. lot of cities like a lot of cities like austin have that like physical boundary of like a highway or something yeah uh so they are looking into a new native platform called soup share on our platform uh soup Soup. Soup. <laughs> with the goal of expanding by nothing beyond physical boundaries uh, and also Whoa. disassociating itself from Facebook, which, Damn. you know, is also problematic. Wow. Beyond the physical plane. <laughs> Uh, and they encourage people to not focus as much on t- intersections because part of it is like prove that you live in this neighborhood because you can only be part of one neighborhood group. So that prevents somebody from like running a hustle like all over the city. Yeah. Collecting all the rocking chairs. Right. <laughs> um, and so they, they said like, well, just let people like identify with whatever neighborhood they want to. Yeah. You know, don't don't make their their house number be the issue. Uh, there is a book that came out, The Buy Nothing, Get Everything Plan, which came out April 2020 uh, by these two founders uh, with the idea that you could, I mean, you can create this anywhere, right? you know, and it doesn't have to be Facebook. I will say the other thing that I kind of appreciate is that when somebody posts something, there's this whole etiquette because, you know, if you're in a, like a selling group, a lot of times it's like, first, I want it like within five minutes of being right. posted. This one is like, I would like to be considered for this I mean, item. I guess it differs group to group, right? There's got to be some rowdy ass groups out there. <laughs> I think that's part of the role of the moderator. Uh, but right. yeah, I remember when I had the reason I joined is that we have some friends here who would convince me who also have young children and like had gotten any number of things like outdoor equipment and clothes and they told me like hey b- before you do anything like if somebody posts something don't just claim it just just say you would like to be considered because Ooh. that is that is part of the ethos because it's a free item and you know obviously it's up to the person they're not making any profit like give me that <laughs> right <laughs> um but yeah people will also post things that they want so like the today i saw people like looking for like 
camping equipment because they wanted to host a little indoor camping thing for their kid. Cute. Uh, and and asking for like a tent and a s'mores maker, which I thought, hey, hey. <laughs> Um, Why do we have a s'mores maker? <laughs> Was it a present? Yeah, my, so my parents listened to the show and they That's heard me right. talk about s'mores and they yeah. got me the s'mores maker and it was very cute. Yeah, I mean, I can, I you know, I can giggle at it, but but it was when we had what was <laughs> arguably the saddest New Year's Eve celebration ever this year. We cracked yeah. that bad boy out. It is equivalent to a big cigarette lighter, though. It is a big, <laughs> it's a big hair dryer. <laughs> Which, how are they to know? It's a big overclocked <laughs> hair dryer for sure. But it got the freaking job done, didn't it? Did, it did, yeah. Tasty, tasty, <laughs> sad, lonely s'mores on that New Year's Eve. I don't know. I think I like that this happened. And the the other way it really paid off was during the big freeze here oh, yeah, yeah. in Austin. Um, and where our city kind of totally failed us, and mm-hmm. one might say the whole state did. Yeah. And so it was difficult to get one things. One should say the whole state did. It's difficult to get things like water. Uh, and people were on Buy Nothing just posting like, hey, I have extra water, or my water is still on if you want to come over. And, and it was just a really yeah. nice way to connect with the community. Or and, saying like, hey, I have a key to shut off your your yes. water if your shit exploded. Um, or, hey, I have a truck that can operate in yeah. the ice if your family is uh, in danger. And since it was hyper-local, you could like know that you weren't going to have to drive 15 right. miles on the ice yeah. to get it. So, yep. yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, that is cool. I, I mentioned it's comedic value because also you've told me about some stuff that people have posted on there that's been pretty bogus. Yeah. So a lot of times people will share food items, which is great because there's a lot of people with food insecurity that are kind of uncomfortable going to a shelter but might feel, you know, safer going to a neighbor's. Absolutely. But sometimes it's like... <laughs> the one specifically you mentioned... <laughs> What, somebody had gotten mistakenly a pizza delivered? Somebody accidentally received some Domino's that they did not discover until the next morning. Uh, And they said, hey, I had a slice. It still seems good. Uh, I didn't know they had a slice. (laughs) Damn, that kicks it up again. No, it's been outside the food safe zone for such a long time. (laughs) uh yeah would you would you come take this uh outdoor pizza (laughs) this outside pizza (laughs) and i I think i followed that post just to see if anybody and i don't think anybody took the outdoor pizza um but a lot of times it's a lot more useful it's like hey i i got this you know 12 pack of soup and i had one and i don't like it do you want the other (laughs) 11 soups who wants 11 (laughs) soups (laughs) Hey, thank you to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. Thank you to you, dear listener, for listening, dear listener, to our show, this product that we create together as lovers. And thank you to <laughs> Maximum Fun for having us on the network. They have so many great shows there at MaximumFun.org, just waiting for you to click on them and listen to them and love yeah, them. Yeah, maybe now that the Bubble graphic novel is out, you want to check out Bubble the show. Yeah, no one's going to judge you for being so late to yeah. it. Now the best time to listen to Bubble and get into it was yesterday, and today is the next best option. Ooh, I love that. Thanks, I made it up. Um, <laughs> and that's, I think that's, yeah, I think that is gonna do it, man. I think that's, I think that's freaking it. So uh, I guess that's it then. I guess that's the end of it then. That would be the show that we did. Let me check. That's it. Hold on, wait. 
Confirmed. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thank you. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.